The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Next on Life Today, join James and Betty as they share some of the most important things they've learned through over 50 years of marriage and ministry. I want to do what Jesus said to do. I want to lose my life in His kingdom purpose. And I know I'll find it. The stage is set right now for the greatest move of God's Spirit all over this planet, I believe, since it's been created. People are fed up with what they can see does not work. Welcome to life today. Now, I don't know whether you've noticed, and uh, some perhaps have, we've got a new studio. We had a little water damage. Uh, we didn't anticipate, and it meant we had to redo everything because of complications that came from that. And so we're just glad That's to be here. Really nice. Still got the beautiful <laughs> wife uh, that will soon be married 56 Six. years. Hard to believe that she's even 56 years old. Oh, I understand that. I hear they think I'm out on a date with my daughter. It's just that they listen to me. I'm James Robinson, and Ben, I welcome you to life today. You know, I want to really just, uh, I want to spend some time telling you how in the world that this lady began to sit by me in a television studio. When she was, in fact, like the, uh, I was a shy person when God called me to preach. Some of you find that hard to believe. Was I shy? Very shy. Very shy. I couldn't get you to get up in front of a group at all. Yeah, I just wouldn't say anything. And I was pretty quiet, so we, we were an interesting couple. Yeah, we, we, just, we just disappeared. We walked in a room. We were gone. Here's what happened. Now, I want you to really listen up to what happened to us. I, I'm a, a fatherless child in the sense that my mother was raped. Now, I'm not trying to take those of you who followed us for a long time back through a, a story you've heard, but I, I don't want you to miss this because in many ways, Betty, I think this is going to be, it's a new studio, but I think it's even going to be a new life today in the sense that we're really going to focus on you, on wherever you are in the world, all over the world. I don't care where you are. I want you to know that we're inviting you into a family room. Now, please understand, when I leave stadiums and coliseums that are filled with 10, 20,000 people many times, and I've lived my life there for more than 20 years, nearly 25 years in that environment, and all of a sudden I come in and then I ask the precious girl that everyone knew would just encourage and smile and be a great mom and a great wife, but she just wasn't going to talk. And I say, we're supposed to sit down. I want you to hear this. I want you to hear what I shared with Betty and shared with staff that was really hard from the grasp. Here's what I heard. A fatherless kid, the product of a rape, but a doctor wouldn't abort. That kid that had an adoptive home, a foster home a little while, then 10 years in total poverty, so poor, Betty, that most of the houses did not face a street. They were an alley, a dump, or a dirty river. And I moved 17 times. We were in total poverty. Now think about what I'm saying. Because a lot of times you watch somebody on television and you say, you don't know anything about what we've been through. Well, you don't know. Well, you don't know what I went through. But I moved 17 times in 10 years. 
Those houses didn't face the street. When kids picked teams, I didn't get picked. I was the most overlooked kid you could ever see. And then the alcoholic that raped my mother comes back into our home as a teenager, me being about 14 years old, and turned it into a total hell, tried to kill her, thought he had, because she passed out from being choked. Then a day later, said he's going to kill me. He didn't know I'd gotten a gun. In self-defense, I nearly shot my dad. He went to prison for seven years. He actually signed from prison the papers for us to get married as teenagers because you had to have a parental consent. My mother wouldn't sign. He did from prison in California. All right, now listen to me. Betty and I got married. Jesus had come into my life when I went after that terrible event in my home. I went back to live with the pastor and his wife that had me when I was a little boy. They led me to Christ. It's an incredible experience. Jesus came into my heart. Here's the beauty of it. A fatherless kid met the father. Now, I don't want any of you watching me anywhere in the world to miss this, please. You may have watched Life Today for years. You may be a part of the outreaches of life. Thank God for you. You're trying to get God's arms around a hurting world. But there are many people who do not have a personal relationship with God. I was christened in a church because my mother thought I needed to be. Betty was baptized in a Baptist church where the pastor that gave me a home was pastoring. She taught Sunday school for years. And yet Betty came out of the choir to give her life to Christ after she'd said, I see Jesus in this kid that never had a home, right? Unbelievable. Unbelievable how God works and His plan works if we allow Him to work in our lives. Without even knowing it, God put you in my life so that I might know Him personally because I was a little Miss Church girl, as you call me later on. I, I did everything right, James. I, I, I mean, I was punctual, being there on time, never wanted to disappoint God, never wanted to do anything wrong. But I was missing the main thing, and that was a personal relationship with Him. And He showed me that through your life and what He did for you. Well, it was because He became real to a kid that needed a father, a friend, and a family. And Betty, you saw it, and when she came out of the choir and put her hand in the pastor's and said, I'm giving my life to Jesus, he said, Betty, you're the best girl in the church. You said, quit telling me how good I am. I'm tired of trying to be what I'm not. She gave her life to Christ. Now, here's what I want you to hear. Both of us had a relationship with a church and a membership. We had been through some form. We did not have a personal relationship with the Lord. Now, this is what I want to say to all of you who are watching. Don't miss that. Do not miss that personal relationship with Jesus. You will know the Father through the Son. No one comes to the Father but by me, Jesus said. You invite Jesus to come in to your life. He died for you. He's been raised to live in you. He paid the debt for all your sin and all your failure. And you don't have to beg. You just say, I want to receive your gift and your grace and your Son. And I'm asking you to give me life. Make that commitment. And then I want to ask all of you, all of you here in this audience, if you've never done this, very important. Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. He wanted us to live life in all of its fullness and the fruitfulness that God longs to see produced through every life. 
the way you receive that fullness, the way you receive the abundant life is to lose your life in his kingdom purpose. If you will say, and, and listen, Jesus said, if you try to keep your life, you try to hold on to it, you're going to lose it. You're going to lose what you're after. You'll never find life and you'll never find the life I've come to give you, the abundant life. But if you lose your life in me, in my purpose, you'll find it. And that's kingdom purpose. Very important you understand that. Jesus left us here to reveal him and his father to a world in darkness, deception, and defeat. So you commit your life totally to Christ. You put him first in your life and say, Lord, I want to lose my life to find it in you. That's where you'll find it. Betty, I think sometimes people wonder if they're a Christian because they've never lost their life in his purpose. And he says, unless you lose it there, you'll never find it. Mm -hmm. And once you lose it in that purpose, you begin to live with, with, let's say, kingdom oversight, the oversight of the father and the king, and realize that he's put us here as overseers of what he made. This planet and this earth is not the world's. It's God's world. It's God's planet. It's to declare his glory. And we're to be overseers of everything he created. That's why he brought every one of you here on this earth to represent him and oversee everything he created and share his life. If every one of you who watch life today, if you would say today, first of all, I want to make certain I know him in a relationship. Second, I want to do what Jesus said to do. I want to lose my life in his kingdom purpose. And I know I'll find it. The stage is set right now for the greatest move of God's spirit all over this planet. I believe since it's been created. People are fed up with what they can see does not work. Have you ever, all of you here in this audience and Betty, what you watch on the news, have you ever seen such animosity and outright hatred and vengeance? It's murder. See, people are not only deceived by the father of lies, they're not only defeated by him and divided up by him, but they are being destroyed by him, but he's a murderer. And he's sending them out with this unparalleled hate to destroy everything. It's not a matter of we want to have a discussion and maybe prove our point. They want to destroy those who disagree with it. And what we don't realize is they're disagreeing with the Father who created us and, and gave us purpose right here on earth. And unless we get in that purpose, we're going to live a life of vanity and emptiness. And no matter what you see or gain, it's still empty. The only way we find life is in the source of life through Christ. When God led me to leave the Crusades and Colosseums to come sit down here, he made it very clear. Call the family in the family room, help them get to know the Father. Now, as I've grown to know the Father more and more every year, 75 years now I've been on this planet, preaching nearly 55 years in, in public ministry. Here's, here's what I've, I've come to understand, that the more you know him and love him, the more you appropriately love others because you've learned to look at yourself through the eyes of a loving father. What we want to see happen, we want to invite not only you, but your loved ones and people you know and you care about, neighbors, friends. We want to invite them to come 
and not only hear what God puts on our heart to share, but the incredible guests that come through who have remarkable stories of the transforming power of God's grace and love so that our focus is on the one who changes life and not just on one or two people who are speaking. That was the reason God birthed this show. The beautiful thing that happened as a result of people coming together here in the studio and around the world, here's what happened. God, through miraculous work, took Betty and me to the mission fields of the world where the poor and overlooked are the least of these. And when we saw them, I believe we saw through the eyes of Jesus. Now listen to me. Here's what happened. I came back home to America and I could not get those precious little ones, many of them starving, many of them thirsty, many of them had lost their parents because of war and factions and oftentimes terrible pestilence with disease, contaminated water, and oftentimes terrible famine, sometimes because of a drought, sometimes because people too weak from former problems to even be able to be productive. When I came back, I remember saying to my staff, we're going to start helping every one of the people that have been overlooked that we possibly can. And I did not know. You've got to understand, when I looked at you and I talked to my staff, I said, I don't know if people will help all these precious little ones who have been overlooked. I don't know. We started selling things. We literally did the same thing Peter Pretorius did, the missionary in Africa, who inspired us. He started selling stuff, asking his neighbors to help. When I came to you, we didn't have support. All we had were images of little ones and needy ones overlooked. And when you saw them, when you saw those images, you responded. And you know how you responded? You didn't turn away. You reached out with hands of love and you did what I've said many, many times. If you who watch life today did not care enough to share life today, Betty and I, along with missionaries all over the world, would simply stand with broken hearts, oftentimes weeping, but with empty hands. What you did when you saw the need, you said, I want to help. When I tell you, you became the miracle someone longed for, and those who knew how to pray, prayed for. You became the miracle that changed everything. You know what I'm praying right now? First of all, that every one of you who are listening will know that you have a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior, the sacrifice He made for us. And in that relationship with Him, you would come to understand, I want to love you, Father God, with all my heart and learn to love my neighbor as myself. And if that's going to happen, it's going to happen, as Jesus said, because I lose my life in your kingdom purpose. Would you make that commitment today? And then would you say, God, even today, show me how I can touch someone with your love. Biddy, I want you to pray that prayer, if you would, that every person watching would know him personally as their father, 
but then that they would actually respond to his leadership to touch someone else with his love. Father, we do agree together as those that, that are coming to you right now saying, I want that personal relationship with you, Father. All they has to do is ask and receive. And Lord, we just ask you to do that in their hearts right now. And as you do that, God, I just believe that you're going to put a heart of love, your heart of love in them, and you're going to work through them and give them a desire to reach out and share that love, your love, with those that do not know you, Father. So just right now, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy and your patience and your kindness. And Lord, we just thank you for coming into the hearts of those for the first time and receiving them with your love in Jesus' name. You see a telephone number that is there on the screen right now. That's a prayer line. It's also, of course, a helpline to touch the suffering. But if you'd say, James, we just ask God to be our Father. We want to know Him personally. It's not just a religious affiliation or church membership. We want to know Him. And we've asked Jesus to come in. We've trusted Him. And yes, we want to lose our life in his kingdom purpose. You may say, James, I've been a Christian, but I haven't lived life in its fullest, and I realize I've got to lose my life in his kingdom purpose. He didn't save us to get us out of here. He saved us and left us here to bring his glory and his grace and his salvation here to show people the glimpses of heaven. So you say, well, that's what I want to do. If you want someone to pray with you, that phone number you see is paid for by love. So you call and say, I want someone to pray with. You know what you'll find? You're going to find people that love you. And I believe you'll be inspired to love others. But then I want you to do something else. While many are calling right now, and even those of you who are calling, I believe you're going to see the importance of what I'm about to share. I want you to listen to one of our staff and one of our incredible associates. I want you to listen to Sheila Walsh but I want you to look in, now listen to me, you look in at an opportunity for a miracle as great as any you'll ever see. And you really are the channel through which that miracle freely flows. So watch very closely, very prayerfully, as others are even calling now for prayer. And I wanna send you a little Bible study guide with a little bit of my own journey called knowing God as Father. So you call and say, I want to know him that way. And I want to live for his kingdom purpose. Watch this as others are calling for prayer. ไปได้มีลุยสองเกตัวแม่เอาจะเธอแกเธอแกทาเธอแกนั้นตัวเธอแกหกตกลึกหกไว้ไอ้เทียวให้ตัวเวดัดนำยงไอ้เด็กให้
Lingay ayaw nito, kaya wainyo mapainyo matutuyo, wainyo kaya aran nate kita ay tutuyo ba tutuyo nate kaya nang salak kaway. It's clear to me today more than it has ever been that I know. Nothing, nothing of suffering compared to this beautiful girl and thousands and thousands like her. It's really overwhelming. It's overwhelming because in Southeast Asia, she's not alone. There's thousands of girls like this and the only hope is not the government stepping in. The only hope is the body of Christ. In Luke chapter 19, verse 10, Jesus said, the Son of Man came to seek and to save those who are lost. That's why Jesus came, and that's why you and I are on this earth. We can't wait for somebody else to move in and help. It's our job, it's our responsibility. The sex traffickers are not sitting back thinking, well, you know, we'll take a day off. They are there. They're relentless. And if we as the body of Christ don't care more than they care, then God have mercy on us. Ashila, I want you to know we love you and we thank God for you. And that precious girl, Betty, to even think that some precious girl like that could be so mistreated, that any of us as individuals could be so gripped by the enemy that we would either use or abuse someone like that is just almost beyond uh, the ability to comprehend. But the thing that overcomes that damage is the love of God that will bring healing and relief. We actually can set her free. Absolutely. Our viewers have enabled us to do that. Absolutely. You have so many, many times, and thank you so very much. But I, I Sheila said something very important. It's about the body of Christ. That's us. That's God's church. That's His children. We are responsible for reaching out and helping these precious little ones that have been so deceived. They've been lied to. They've been tricked. They, they thought, this little girl thought she was going to help her family. She was going to get a job. They fed her. And then all of a sudden she's out and they, she wakes up and doesn't know what happened to her. How tragic is that? We must reach out and help these children. Won't you join us, please, as you've done many, many other times? Thank you. You know, when I listen to Sheila and then I listen to you come off of that and, and ask for help, I realize that the only reason that we can show you that situation and promise you help is that love has made a way of deliverance. Betty, we can rescue a child and take care of them and get them going in a new direction for an average of $128. Think about what I just said, $128 a child. How many would say, James, I'll do that to set somebody free like that and give them a new future? But now listen to this, and I think this is an answer to prayer. I call it a miracle. Some of our friends said, James, we're so moved by that need. We will put up a $320,000 matching gift. We will match what your viewers give. That means that if you could give a $128 gift, you just rescued two. You just reached them, rescued them, and restored them. That's a miracle of love. I'm praying that every single person watching, 
You, you can think that out and say, well, I don't know if I even have 128. Well, if you had 64, that'll be double, and you just rescued one. We ask people, and I don't make any apology for this, I want you to think beyond the normal way of thinking. I want you to think with a great vision. I mean, cast a great net. $1,280, we're able to rescue 10, now 20. It's doubled. Would you right now just ask God what He wants you to do? And keep in mind, this is the last week. So if you're going to help and take advantage of this opportunity, we need you to respond right now. Please do it. Go to the phone, dial that number, take your bank card, use it like a check. If you write a check, make it to life because that's what you're giving. New life and a new future. If you want to go online, go to that website. You can make your gift there. Thank you from the bottom of my heart in behalf of precious girls just like that one that need the love of God expressed directly to them. Thank you so much for doing it. Behind the bright lights, there is a darkness where a world of violence and sexual abuse runs rampant, scarring the souls of millions of young children. With their bodies broken and hopes crushed, these children are trapped in a never-ending nightmare. With your help, Mission Rescue Life can shine the light of God's love in this dark world to reach, rescue, and restore children and young people to the beauty God designed for them to enjoy. With a generous opportunity of a $320,000 matching gift, your gift of $128 to help rescue a child will be matched to help two children. Your $64 gift will be matched to help rescue one child from the horrors of human trafficking and a $32 rescue gift will be doubled to $64. With your gift of any amount today, we'll send you the Names of God Prayer Journal. From Adonai to Yahweh, this journal is filled with beautiful photographs to help you reflect on 31 different names of God found throughout Scripture. With your gift of $128 or more, you'll receive the Names of God Bible. This special edition NIV large print Bible is engraved with the many names of God a beautiful reminder that the God we serve is infinitely good. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,280, which will now help rescue 20 children, and you may request a beautiful Bridge of Faith frame canvas print by Thomas Kincaid. This is the last week. Please call, write, or make your gift online. You know, I'm, I'm rejoicing over the fact that I know God moved on the hearts of many of our viewers. We're going to send you the Names of God Journal and the Names of God Bible. This is an incredibly beautiful bound Bible and a beautiful study Bible that uh, really uh, emphasizes the importance of all the names of God. And Betty, I think our viewers, they really do show the mercy of God. They show the grace of God. And we just want to thank you for doing it. For all of you who are here, you appreciate what God is doing through the viewers of Life Today and all the people who support. We'll say, God, and you be the glory. And Betty and I thank you. Thank you so much for watching Life Today. Remember this. You got friends or neighbors that you would like to come in a family room and get to know the family. Invite them to watch Life Today every day.
It's never been about you and I getting it right. It's about showing up and let God do what only He can do. Tomorrow. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.